Selling a little or a lot? Shopify helps you do your thing however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage. All the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is there to help you grow. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 36% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Get a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash work. Shopify.com slash work. Normally, being a little extra can be a bit much. But when it comes to healthcare, it pays to be extra. And United Healthcare makes it easy with Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they supplement your primary plan, helping you manage out-of-pocket costs without the usual requirements and restrictions like deductibles and enrollment periods. So when it comes to covering your medical bills, you can feel good about being a little extra. Visit uh1.com to find the Health Protector Guard plan for you. This podcast is part of the Acast Creator Network. Well, hello, everybody, and welcome to the newest and freshest edition of the THL podcast, where Loretta Blewett has just arrived back in the county of Mayo, Tommy Tiernan is in off the island and I am sitting in my son's bedroom that looks like London after the bombings. Why are you in your son's bedroom? Because this is the quietest place I can go to. Why is there mayhem in your house? No, it's just downstairs. They're kicking O'Neill's balls off walls. They're watching a Netflix documentary on Captains of the World, which is brilliant, by the way, that World Cup documentary on the great captains of last year's World Cup. And uh, there's too much activity downstairs. It's my wife's birthday as well. So, Who are the great captains of the world, Hector? Well, we can go into this. Uh, the great captains of the world. You gave me a lend of a book a couple of years ago, to, to, which did I give that book back to you yet? Never. Okay. It it was a book that you gave to me to say, what makes a good captain? And I went through it. And who are the great captains? And it went through the captains of the Chicago Bulls and uh, the captains of the NFL teams. And it went through Roy Keane. And he studied for 25 years to find the great captains of the world. But who are the great captains of the world? And you, But do you remember what his uh, realisation was at the end of the book? His realisation was the captain is not the best player. The captain is the man or the woman prepared to put his head into the washing machine. Exactly. He's the often the uh, a mid-talented fella or a woman who never stops fucking yes. trying. Yes. Never. Box to box. The unsung hero. The lad... I'd be the captain of our team. I'd be the captain of our team. Then that's, you're describing me there. Those, no, sorry, Louisa. I, I don't know if you, you probably didn't hear what I said there. Yeah, I did. Yeah, you described me perfectly. It's somebody who just keeps making an effort. i tell you what a good, i tell you what a good captain needs. What? Access to fish fingers. Yes. Yes. Captain Birdseye. You look similar, very similar to him today. Um, you've got the, Oh my oh, good he's God, he's on the pints again. again. Is, that ke- is, that, is that keg not gone yet? We had to get another keg delivered because <laughs> there, there was only 88 pints in the first one. Oh right, there was something wrong with it. Did you bring it back? So we had to send it back that this, there's something wrong with this. There's no drink it left in it. looks great, Tommy. So, um, got, it looks great. Can we, we have some this week? We got another keg delivered there. So 
And you're wearing a polo neck. No, you're wearing the polo neck. No, but you've got a black polo neck on. I've got a black jumper on. Oh, you were looking quite distinguished there in the black polo neck. I thought you were wearing one. Larita, do tell us about your final few days in the land of the unfree, the land of the righteous Christian... uh, the greatest land of all time. The greatest land of all time. Of America. Lads, I'm absolutely, I can't take, I can't do it anymore. I'm absolutely fucked. I'm socialised out. I'm travelled out. And um, I just want to stay in Ireland now for the rest of my life. such a change from last week. (laughs) (laughs) Tell us about New York. Oh, New York was awesome, as they say. New Year's Eve. um, Five and a half thousand people went down to Times Square on New Year's Eve. That's about basically the entire population of Ireland went to Times Five Square and a million, in a mean. tiny little spot. Five and a half million, sorry. <coughs> what did I thousand, say? There go. That's the population of Belmullet. Five and a half million people went in there. Apparently people wear nappies in there during the day. Because if you get your space, you can't go to the toilet. You can't get out of it. Hell on earth. I didn't go near it. I went to a good Irish bar. A good, I think, I think he's a Meath man. Francis Taverin down on the financial district, um, Eddie, and we had uh, a fine feast there and loads of whiskies and champagne and all the rest of it. And we watched the ball been dropped in Times Square. Um, so I did an interesting thing with the phone, lads, which I must uh, fill you in on. So as you know, I struggle with this machine and its addictiveness. I struggle with it. And um, I was reading a thing last night about how they're designed a lot like slot machines. And slot machines, one of the reasons slot machines are addictive is because it, it's the way they access the dopamine thing. And I can't remember what the three things were. It's familiarity, unpredictability, and uh, color. And that's how they geniuses are able to mix those things in a perfect way so that you keep wanting more. And I found myself... It's always the same websites I go back to and they're all colourful and it's all blue and reds and it's all the same kind of shite. And this fellow or this woman was saying it's exactly the same with slot machines and you go into these old casinos around the country from Balabundan to Tramore to Salt Hill and there's people just there all day firing in tuppences and tuppences and they're and they're fucking they can't get away from it. So this person put me onto this technique and I'm done with it lads I'm fuck it's over me and the phone are f- and when I tell you what it is you turn everything to fucking black and white what you go into your phone and you you press a load of buttons which buttons I can't remember the the track but you gotta you gotta find a way it's in accessibility and then it's in colour something and you turn the whole thing to black and white. And I swear to fuck, it has lost its luster. I am no longer interested in surfing the fucking internet to find out what the 50 best television shows of 2023 were. Or Does that mean that you can watch in- it's Instagram turns black and white? Everything is black and white. Everything is black and white. I'm done with it. It's over. It's over. And it's amazing because I woke up this morning and then, and my brain... Normally I wake up in the morning and, uh, you know, within an hour, the brain wants to, the, the, the of all the colored websites. And this morning, 
my, it was my brain just said, no, leave it, fucking leave it. There's nothing on that. And the black and white makes it harder to look at. So therefore you use I'm it interested less. in that. That's interesting. It does secrete that dopamine thing. You're on about the pokies there, them slot machines. But Tommy, the, the slot machines, have the, the, what they're doing, they're pokies, they're called. We've stopped off in reservations, casinos and Indian reservations. We've been in Melbourne. In most cities in the world, we will go on marathon expeditions to play pokies. These pokies, the machines are like 15 foot high. They've got, you know, you're trying to get 15 buffalo to fill the screen. It's just this constant visual it's like trying to get all it's like it's like a cartoon happening in front of your face and that's what's in the phone as well it's just it's it's a cartoon all the time filling your brain and i was looking at this website last night uh again i'm i'm very um boring kind of repetitive person but i was looking at this website website last night you're black and white and now your phone is black and white yeah and what i did was i've i realized in the one newspaper article i was reading there was seven ads, and I thought th- that's 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 what it's all about. It's they call it the attention. What's for sale is your attention, and they'll do anything to get it. And the people will pay money for it. And I just went, no fuck this, new year, new me, fuck this phone, p p h u c k d i s f o n e. Fuck <laughs> this phone. Thankfully, thankfully, you read that out. Um, but you had another app a couple of months ago, a couple of weeks ago, that disabled all the apps so that you weren't interested in it. Freedom. And did that work? The Freedom app also works. So I go on this and I I check text messages and WhatsApps and then I disable the internet until the same time tomorrow. <laughs> That's why we can only talk to them for a, a two hour window. I'd be better off walking around with an actual fucking landline at this stage. <laughs> why, why don't you get a flip phone? My father yeah. has an old one at home. I'll bring it up to you tomorrow. That would be my word of advice for people is black and white and the Freedom app. Your advice for 2024. Yes. Hector, uh, tell us about them. Uh, people are all for making plans in January, but how does the in so much as you know right now, how does the how does the flow of the year the flow look? Flow looks like my passport is out of date, uh, uh, and it's my third passport. I have to get a new passport. I have two pages left in it. Do you know who you are? You're the fucking you're the Jason Byrne of TG Carr. <laughs> <laughs> the Bourne momentum. I am going. Yeah, I yeah. I go into a little. I go into the locker on the beside the bed, and I open the bottom drawer, and there's nineteen passports, and there's a young Hector. There's a little eight hectare. There's a middle 30 hectare. Now I have to get another. I have to go up to the pharmacy in Lacka to get that photo. Oh, my God. The fucking worst photo in the world. What are you supposed to do? You're not supposed to smile. No stick out the tongue. But uh, I'll get the new photo. I have to get a new uh, passport because we're back on the road in, in April in Puerto Rico, in Trinidad and Tobago and in Jamaica for a trilogy of shows. My my goal at the moment is to make contact with Rohan Marley, a, the oldest son of the Marleys. I'm trying to work some stuff there. We don't want to go down the, go to the Marley House. We're trying to get some interesting stories in Jamaica. And Florence Griffith Joyner. Do you remember Florence Griffith Joyner? One of the greatest female sprinters of all time. Oh, my God. Oh, and Shelly Ann Fraser, the one with the mad purple hair and the mad. Do you ever see, do you ever see oh, Shelly yeah. Ann Fraser, fastest woman in the world? She's got this fantastic Afro purple hair and the nails. There are few things in life as pleasurable as watching the women's oh, yes. 100 metres from... 
from oh my from the back. <laughs> oh, just and slow it all down, Tommy. Slow it all on your marks. Oh, oh my God. Oh my word. False start. Do love to, please, false start. I'd love to get reincarnated as the sand in the women's long jump. <laughs> <laughs> just to, just, <laughs> just lie on top of me, lie on top of me there, you lovely woman, you. Could you imagine? Here they come, hole first. Get the front door open and lying on top of me. <laughs> what a magnificent... Your ashes, your ashes. Perfect. You can oh, scatter it over it. Yeah. <laughs> I know what you're saying. So, that, like, did you... Did you... Yeah. <laughs> did you make it Shelly-Anne Price, Shelly-Anne Fraser, uh, and on all of this. So, we're look, working on different stories, but we've a trillion... More gig and Queen, all the greats. Oh, Gagan Quinn, the community games under 12, Mosney, 1971, 60 hours, Quinn. <laughs> I don't. <laughs> <laughs> Quinn, full contact, full body contact. Um, so we are trying to, yeah, so we have three shows to do in April, three shows in the Caribbean. So we've two already done from Cuba. So that's the lie of the land. And that's all I know what we have to do now. And we're, pre- we're preparing for that. And uh, then we're going down to Montserrat. I, I've only ever heard of this place where most of the people have the Irish surnames and where the slaves, where any Irish people were exiled and uh, brought over as slaves with early 19th century and late 18th century. So Caribbean, that's April and May. So hopefully uh, that's what we'll plan. But other than that, I'm lying low for January, February, March. Just lying low. Now, when you say lying low, what do you mean? I'm going to dig more holes and plant more trees. I'm going to give more hugs to people. Uh, and I'm going to I'm going to read more stoic. I'm, I'm I want to become like Marcus Aurelius or Epicurus or one of the great um, sages of our time. I'm going to become more stoical. Uh, stoic. Stoic. Yes. Stoic. Stoic. Yeah. I want to just yeah. control the things I can uh, and not worry about other things and just to try and make more wisdom of the day. But I'm going to give more hugs and plant more trees and dig more holes. I would say that you are a pretty stoic person anyway. Do you like that idea of stoi, stoi, Tommy, what is it? Stoicism. Stoicism. What would you, like, Like, is it just just make, just understanding that black is white and white is black and just get on with it? I think you have it nailed there, Hector. All right, yeah. That's pretty. Do you know what I mean? Why are we worried about stuff we can't control? Mm. Will I show you my new book for the new year? Did you write it? No, hang no. on a second. Would you want to see it? Well, if you insist... Is it in your is it in your son's room or are you gone to another bedroom for it? He's left. He's left the he's left the room. So Larita then, in terms of the flow of the year, how how is it looking for you to the um, next couple of months? I, mine is pretty uh pretty leveled now for a while. I need to recover after my trip. So um there's a lot of things that need to be done in twenty twenty four in terms of work. So it's uh I can't talk about it just yet, but I'm thinks there's a few things that we're gonna maybe start doing in the hospice as well. So I went to um I told you about the angiogram, yes. didn't I? And I uh that I got the all clear. And your heart is perfect. Oh my god, I'm I'm as fit now as I ever was, he said. <laughs> he said, You've a tremendous heart and there's nothing wrong with you at all. And he said I says to him, Well, what what in terms of lifestyle changes? What's to be had? And he said, I wouldn't fucking bother with anything, Tom. I would not bother. You're in such good shape. Whatever you're doing, keep doing it. Cigars, I said. What about the cigars? Uh, because I said, how do they 
Like if I don't inhale them, how are they dangerous to me? Yeah. Do you mm-hmm. mean? Very valid question. If I do, and he said that and I didn't know this now. He said the danger is that if you're in an unventilated room, and I would pride myself on this room being unventilated, mm. but if you're in an unventilated room, you give yourself, uh, you are the cause of your own passive smoking. Do you feel me? So I'd be here puffing and nothing wrong with me. Just it's all going out. Mm-hmm. And then I'd be breathing in <laughs> my own smoke that I've puffed out. So I'd be the source of my own secondary cancer. Does that make sense? It does now, yeah. But that's what, yeah, it's not a great situation. So, so you have to smoke it outside then. Or just ventilate. Or open the door. Or, 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 or sue myself. <laughs> well, best of luck with that. Um, Hector, tell us about the book. Yes, my book is called The Daily Stoic. 360. Yeah, learn how to pronounce it. Stokes. You're, you're, you're getting him mixed up with the fellow who used to pay for Barcelona. Stokes, Johnny Stokes. The daily, hey, what about that? A, tra- a traveller does stoicism. The Daily Stokes. <laughs> the Daily Stokes. Today, day one. You can only control <laughs> the Daily Stokes. Plenty of stokes around the place. Um, stoic, stoic. No, it's not. It's not a. It's not a different language. I say stoic. This is the way. Don't you tell me how to pronounce something, Larita? Please. T O C S T O I C, is it not? S T. And how do you pronounce that? Stoic. stoic. Yeah, this is called the not stoic. He's not a fucking <laughs> Hungarian soccer player. This, this guy. <laughs> <laughs> This this is my this is three hundred sixty five meditations. It's a daily meditation and daily, and it gives you a, a words on wisdom, perseverance, and the art of living. And it's by best selling author of the Obstacle in the Way, Ryan Holiday, and uh, Stephen <laughs> Hanselman. Of, of, uh, so every day is what do you want for today, January the third. Whatever day one, let's start on the first. Just oh, to... I go to your birthday. Will I go to your birthday, Tommy? June sixteenth, great day for the world. Is this a fortune telling book? No, but that was like the book of wonder I had. That what June the sixteenth? Oh, look at this! June the sixteenth, twenty twenty four, from the Daily Stokes. Don't be ashamed. There's no shame in needing help. You have a duty to fulfil like a soldier on the wall of a battle. So what if you're injured and you can't climb up without another soldier's help? And that comes from my main man for twenty twenty four, and this is him, Marcus Aurelius. Oh yes. Do I, Hector, I have to say, I'm not sure that reading suits you. Why? You're, you're better off just talking. No. Larita, give us your birthday. Give us your birthday. Mine's the 28th of September. Uh, for Tommy there, always remember, there are other soldiers with you in the trench. The 28th of September, is it? Yes. Here we go. And this is fantastic. I'll bring this over someday to the hen house and we can sit there together and read it. Oh, my God. But written on it. Oh, my Jesus Christ. You are not yeah. the Trump card. <laughs> it's fucking classic. Yes. I know. It says you hold the Trump card. How appropriate that the gods put you under our control. Only the most powerful ability that governs all the rest. The ability to make the right use of external appearances. This is fucking hardcore. And that they didn't put anything else under our control. Was this simply because we weren't willing to give us more? I think if it had been possible, they would have given us more. That's quite heavy now. That's a pick to us is another another story. Uh, sure. That doesn't 
that's not stoicism. That's so look at, we could look at the upcoming day in despair about all things we can't control. Other people, our health, the temperature, everything that's out of our hands. Or we could look at the very same day and rejoice that what we can control, the ability to decide what any event means. That is it. It's, I mean, that is it for me for 2024. Hector, I think you you have I think you've a, you're a natural optimist anyway. I I yeah. don't think you need books to encourage you. Do I you think, think there was any stoicism in me. What you can't even say the fucking it's word. Just, I'm not supposed to adhere you, to the philosophy. Do you think there was any stoicism in me up to stoicism. this point? Why can't I call it stoicism? It's a new point, an Irish stoicism. It's just, just a different word. It means something else. But but Hector, you are full of stoicism. Fantastic, but I never knew this, and now I found out. Somebody gave me this on New Year's Eve in Ballinrobe in County Mayo. Oh, tell us how was the Valkenberg and all who sailed on her for New Year's we Eve? We arrived to the fair market town of Ballinrobe at about six o'clock for dinner in Flannery's restaurant on the square, and uh, there was twenty-one in total. I'd say about 11 adults and 10 kids ranging in age from 14 down to six. So they all ploughed into Flannery's uh, and we had food there and and plenty of jars, plenty of pints. We went across to Jono's then, the great Ballinrobe pub, uh, where we consumed copious amounts of baby Guinness and pints. And then we headed to a house a friend of ours, Michal and Fabienne, have built a beautiful house uh, down the road and we rang in the new year and out on the in the back garden, we saw the fireworks over Ballinrobe and you know the two water towers as you drive in from the Neil on the right-hand side. It's an amazing journey from the Neil to Ballinrobe. It's a short journey, but there's a lovely uh, old cemetery on the left-hand side and I have a friend, good friend buried there, a young lad who died way too soon, Fonzie, the man that carried, cleaned the gutters with me, the soffit and fascia man. Fonzie's buried there, young Fonzie. But across the road is a pyramid. It looks like it should be in the pyramids of Giza. If you look to your right-hand side, that was lit up beautifully. I don't know why they have it in the middle of the field. Have you ever seen it, Tommy? No. It's, 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 it's like, it's like, I'd say it's an acre, half an acre in size, and it seems to be cement and cement and cement, and it's built like a pyramid. Who or what it is, I don't know. That was lit up. But then as you drive into Ballinrobe, there's two... Are there many, are there many Egyptians in there, the town? There would be in the, in the Neil. The ancient Egyptians used that on the Silk Road. The Neil was part of the trading, the trading corridor. But then the water towers... Named after the famous river. Of what? <laughs> <laughs> Tommy, I swear to God, man, it was like, look at, you're, there's a, you're the, the factory of little men, the Neil, the Neil. Did you ever, did you ever sail down the Neil from Egypt? <laughs> and for five, a question for five, a bonus for five, name, name Egypt's most famous river, the Neil. <laughs> um, the, the two water, the water towers of Ballinrobe were lit up. It was magnificent. They talk about lighting up the Sydney Opera House and, and the pyramids and the Eiffel Tower. Forget about it. So we rang in the new year uh, out in a house and in the garden uh, in Ballinrobe. Brilliant. And Dipna, my beautiful wife, whose birthday it is today, Capricorn, I'm going down to read her. Oh, I'm wow. going to go downstairs now after this and read her some stoic, stoic oh, quotes for the third of <laughs> Please don't. She'll think you have a speech impediment. She'll think, you're, she'll think it's the start of a stroke. Are you all right, Hector? I've got to read your stroke. 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 I've got to read the daily stroke. 
Why can't I oh. say stoic? I just love that word, stoics. Stoics. That's a, Tell that me. sounds like a lad in Mississippi. Do you see the stoics out in the water? The stoics? The stoics. Um, fucking, so the Popeye and flamingos. Yeah, so no, we had a good night. We had a great night. And Dipna drove home. Uh, it was nice to get back home by four o'clock in the morning, but brilliant to share it with friends and everyone down the Ballon Robe and in Jono's pub. Hello to everybody in Jono's pub. And um, what does your lady do now for the day of her birthday? How does she spend it? Does she put much weight on it? Does she? Is it a significant event? Is there presents? Is there dinner? Oh yes. Is there worship of the Clare Galway goddess? There of the of from, the, oh, the Clare goddess. But she's living in Clare Galway. Yeah, but she's a Clare goddess because she's a, okay. a mighty Clare a Muslim. woman. The, the the sounds of the Kilfenora Cayley band have been emanating deep from uh, from the kitchen all morning. We're going deep to watch, inside her. <laughs> we're going to watch the Kilfenora live on Friday night in Glore. There's a we go down every year on the fi- on the fifth of January for a massive night. The Kilfenora play a couple of nights in Glore, so all the family are going down there see the family in full flight. It's a full two-hour concert, so that would be good. But no, we had a walk on in Salt Hill in the early sunlight this morning. and oh, Holding hands? Yes. Yes. And then we had a coffee. And now I will prepare the vessels of Graham Norton wine, a little Sauvignon oh, yes. Blanc. Pure class, Hector. Pure class. A little Graham Norton, which we do like, a little cheeky little Sauvignon Blanc that's chilling in the fridge. No point in spending too much money on her. <laughs> it's a fucking good wine, Tommy. It's a good wine. You and your Chateau Neuf de Pap. I'd say you were buying Chateau Neuf de Pap back in the day thinking you were cool. No, it's a we like we like we like a little bit of graham in the fridge, nicely chilled. I will then add to my Le Crusoe frying pan. The preparation is in full flight for the steaks. The ribeye steaks will be flambéed. With the with the onion and the bistro <laughs> and the mashed potato with a hint of Goldman mustard, and we will have one of the great Irish vegetables to celebrate this magnificent bounty of birthday straight into the new year, celebrating the celebrating the power of a Capricorn mother in our kitchen. We're going to have peas, mashed potato, peas, and steak, and a glass of Sauvignon Blanc, and that Tommy to me is utter bliss. And my wife hopefully will respond the same. Oh my God. And how, and how will she express her blissness? Tomorrow morning, we will then make the journey to Brown Thomas, to the Mecca of blissness and of complete and utter degradation of shopping. She will enter the okay. front door there while I will stand outside before the wave of perfume and aftershave hits me. And yes. I will just go, am I ready for this? And then we will go deep into the world of BT. And hopefully, about 57 minutes later, emerge with a bag and a kiss and I love you. A lot can happen in three years. Like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage that lasts nearly three years in some states. Learn more at UH1.com. Quality sleep is essential for boosting energy, recovery, and well-being. So, take your sleep to the next level with Sleep Number. With a Sleep Number smart bed, you can individualize your comfort level and enjoy a better sleep night after night. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now the Queen Sleep Number C4 smart bed is only $1,599, a saving of $300, only for a limited time. 
For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at Sleep Number stores or sleepnumber.com. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Tell me this. When is the last time either of you had an outdoor munge? Regularly. So by munge now, just in case people don't know, a munge is kind of like, uh, it's more than a kiss. Yeah. It's a kind of, Slip, it's not slip the tongue. Well, it's you've been on the verge of it, but you're definitely kind of going at one another. But it's all above board. It's all just just healthy, aggressive kissing. And the car the car park there in Market Street. <laughs> Do you mean public displays of affection, not necessarily outside, like in a pub or in a bar, or it's not a, it's not a public display in the sense that you're not gathering, you're not asking people to stand around you and take photographs, but it's just it, like. When's the last time either of you were thrown up again a wall or through your partner up again a wall for an outdoor munge? Oh, Jesus, Tommy. I, I, I haven't I been mean, in a long time. You know, they used to be a lot more common in my 20s um, when you'd be outside a nightclub afterwards. Yeah. But I, I mean, know, of course. you know, nowadays it's more civilised. I mean, you know, it's a bit more civilised, I think. So, so I'm... I'm and would you be would you be again the idea of a torture? It depends on the situation, and if it comes upon you at the perfect moment, sure you'll just go with it. Yes. Yeah, absolutely, go with it, hundred percent, wherever it is, and whether that's at mass or it's in the supermarket or if it's out in the road, wherever. Ah, no, 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 Louise, not not at the fucking supermarket. That's you're flaunting it then. I mean, outdoor in the wind and the rain up against a wall. In the rain. You wouldn't be outside in the rain doing that for God's sake. Tommy, what about up on the bog road, up on the bog road, way away from any of the wind sweeping in in you? Have you oh, been at that? The only thing about starting a munge out on the bog road, Hector, is that it could get out of control fairly rapidly. Oh, and you could be in the you, header. Oh, because there's nothing stopping you. There's nothing stopping you if you're munging on the bog road and... You wouldn't know what kind of queer figaries enter a woman's central nervous system. Yes. If she's out there in a skirt and the heathery breeze is blowing. It's like an, it's like an all of the corn crakes on the wind. <laughs> and for a moment she might be transported to who she was in the 1820s. And walking, walking back to the townland oh. with some young buck and the two of them just fall into the heather. Oh. And people didn't wear underpants back then. No. People did not wear underpants back in the 1820s. So you'd lift up the 40 petticoats and you'd move from the furry bog to the furry Jesus bog. Christ. And before you know it, you'd be, you'd be sloughing deep into the land. You could be, back in them days now, a man could get as much pleasure out of riding a wet bog hole as he could out of riding a woman. Tell me. That things were different back then. Jesus Christ above. This time of the there year. Was something. Yeah. There is something sexy about the bog water, isn't there? The bog oh, water, yeah, the bog heather. With the small bit of heather in the middle of the bog water, is that just to spice things up? Can you imagine, can you imagine, Rita, just you're, you're wearing uh, all your it. different type of slips. Yeah. Your slips. Yeah. <laughs> You'd have a few slips and a few 
petticoats. Any any amount of what do you call them? Layers of undergarments. Yeah, but and under, you, any amount of undergarments. Yeah. And the pair of leather the next boots. thing, it's a cold enough old day, yeah. and you're walking through the bog. Oh, and yeah. squelch. Yeah. And next thing, before you know it, your mouth is open. <laughs> so delicious. And and next thing, the, the petticoats is lifted up, and you feel your amazing wet arse just landing down on soft, squidgy bogland. And before you know it, you're being rolled out in the fresh air. <laughs> I think that must be one of the most romantic. You never see those. You never see that in a film, do you? You never see Lady oh, Roberts or no. any of them saying. <laughs> Take me up to the bog and ride. Take me knickers off and ride me. You never get that. Take me sideways. No. Bite me sideways on the bog if you've any manners at all. Oh, Jesus Christ. <laughs> I had a, I had a, but myself and the beloved would have had a good, I can't remember when it was, but definitely the last two or two months we had a good outdoor munge. And lovely. I think we did. I'm almost sure we did. Yeah. You definitely. Def I can't remember where now. In your mind, in your mind it did, you did anyway. Because you can get, you can, you can, Age starts to creep up on you and you, you, it's stuff like that that reminds you of the wildness of your youth, isn't it? Yes. Uh, and the kind of the enthusiasm. and You the, feel free. The energy of it, the energy and, and, and how weird it must look to other people. Do you know, two people in their 50s munging the faces off each other up again. Up again. Up again. The wall super volume. But yeah. it, it's even them, it's even those little signs of affection or doing that it's like the, when I was living in Spain in the Basque country at 11 o'clock at night people people would be walking along the street and there would be older couples holding hands and holding on to each other and showing I, Irish people just sort of lose the will to touch each other as they get older don't they they just they don't hold them do you know the way you held hands as a as a boyfriend yes. and girlfriend at 15 and 16 the way you yeah. You hold you held hands like that, but then you put the fingers through. Or it's those it's those little things that wane as we get older for some yes. reason. Lack of interest, I think. Yeah, yeah but it's fake it till you make yeah, exactly, it. Yeah, exactly, exactly. Well, I'm not. I'm going to be in bed tonight dreaming of a wet episode in a bog. Oh yeah. No, Rita, I and uh, no, don't, don't be dragging me into it now. Oh, don't don't worry. Make I won't be bringing memories. you into it. Don't worry. <laughs> Bring the beloved for a walk on the next morning walk. Yes, beautiful. But I've said this to you before, you know, sometimes I just like to be held. Sometimes I like to be held and kissed without having to eat anyway. Yeah. It's a straight jacket you'd need to be put into. So sometimes say, say I'm, I'm getting out of the shower or something like that, you know, and I'm drying myself off. And next thing I hear the, do you mind if I come in? And I say, no, 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 fire ahead. And the beloved comes in and I can, she's, as John B. Keane said of a Randy Farmer, she'd be looking at me like a sick sheep. And I'd know that she'd have notions. And she'd start to kiss me and stuff. And, you know, then her the hands would get hungry. And I'd say, sweetheart, please. I just want to be held. Just hold me. Hold me and mind me. Jesus. Did you ever get like that, Hector? I just want to be held and kissed. I like getting this. I like. I like. I like getting the scratch. Just scratch me. Just scratch me like scratch me like a little calf. Yeah, a little short yeah, horn. Just scratch me and put me to sleep. 
What, what did you just call him, Rita? A little short horn. Oh, yeah, that's not great. <laughs> Excuse me? They're, Excuse me? They're lovely calves that have nice hair. In, the short horns. Your name. Short How did you know that we were called the short horn, Gilgans? <laughs> if you were Native American, your name would be Red Daddy Shorthorn. <laughs> short, it's a great name. That's my great, what's my Native Indian name, Shorthorn. The Shorthorn. Red Daddy yeah. Shorthorn. Yeah, yeah, and they are red as well. So that's mm, short horns. Your kinder spirits. Um, yeah, no, my my this time of year. I remember this time last year where we were saying the start of the new year. But I will dig more holes and I will give more hugs. Is there anything in your mind, Tommy? Oh, you're black and white. You're black and white on the mobile, Marita. The mobile is now black and white. I'm going to do that because that fucking thing that it just secretes that dopamine, and that's why we're addicted yeah. to it. I was talking to a friend of mine the other day and he said to me keep an eye out for epiphanies and I think by epiphanies he meant like revelations that happen he said this is the time of the year for it where people understand and see things in a clearer way maybe it's got to do with the depth of the night um but there's something about this time of the year where people kind of finally crack the code of something or understand in a deeper way. And he said this great phrase to me. He said, um, he said epiphanies fall like meteor showers around this time of the year. And he said, keep your skylight open. Mm-hmm. The beautiful phrase. Oh. Yes. Um, he could have said, keep so, your knee locks open, but he didn't. Yeah, he no, didn't. Because he's, yeah, ah, ah, he's a poet. Ah, ah. So, uh, my epiphany really has been uh, about walking. That I'm, um, you know, because people always be giving out to themselves about not doing enough exercise. Um, and I kind of realise that my thing is actually walking and I love it. How are you going to get, mm. get that vigorous yeah. exercise in in a walk though in 30, sec- 30 minutes? Vigorous. No, but you, that's why you'd, you'd walk for maybe an hour and a half, two hours. Yes. But what about the ticker? I thought you needed to get yourself revved up. I do, but I, I just take cocaine. For All that. right, sure, that'll do it. It's probably... He said, to, the doctor said, your heart has to beat at a very fast rate for uh, 30 minutes a day. So I just said, coke. And he said, yeah. He said... He said, I've got some really high class stuff. Me- medical I've quality stuff. Really... Bang a couple of lines of that into you. But I did a, I did a six miler the day before yesterday and a five miler yesterday. Nice. And I just thought this is, this is, this is more like it now. Yeah, that's interesting. Mm-hmm. January, that is an interesting time, isn't it? With the, with the turn of the new year. It is a special time. And people do, yeah, I like that idea. Open your mind for epiphany. That's good. I walked loads in America, but it's, it's boring walking around here. You walk for miles over there. You don't even realise it. Yeah. It's, Knockmore's not great for walking. It's not great. It's a bit dangerous. Yeah, you've got to go, you have to go into Ballina for a walk or, I mean, what? Where's your nearest kind of forest or something? Oh, yeah, I've got one in Foxford, yeah, between Foxford and Knockmore. You can walk from Foxford to Knockmore, yeah. But we, uh, I've, Remember that time you took me that I didn't like, take you there. That's not dump. a dump. That is not a dump. That's a nice walk. That's a nice area. There was nothing dumped there. All there was was reference to one dump was a sign saying don't dump here. That's all it said. 
it's not a dump. We don't have any dumps in Knockmore. That's down the Kalala Road in Ballina, just FYI. There's no dumps in Knockmore. It's a beautiful, scenic, big hill, beautiful vista, with lots of cars going through it, but it's a fantastic place. Yes. That's not what happened. It is what happened. What happened was I was doing a gig in Ballina and I said, Louisa, well, I'll call her to see. She said, yeah, come on, I'll take you up to the dump. And I thought she was joking. So we arrived in the house and then we went for a drive and uh, up this hill, up into this kind of, do you know that kind of awful new forestry <laughs> they have? Yes. There's, there's a conifer that's so half, half a forest. That there's nothing alive. She went up there, up in the hill and she said, it's lovely. And I says, yeah. And then she said, hang on there a minute. And she opened the boot of the car and fucked two big black refuse sacks full of shit into <laughs> the middle of the new trees. And she says to me, empty your pockets. I says, what? She says, empty your pockets. So I don't feel fucking sweet rapper. Throw everything I'm out. Shoes. I'm just, I says, where are the put them? She just laid them on the ground. Yeah. You can't bet the country. The it's, country folk. It's yeah. beautiful. On that lovely note now, I think we should wrap things up. Okay. Can I just say that it's been... Um, Please uh, don't. Well, no, it's been it, it it is time to wrap this particular episode up. But it's just it's been fascinating to me on, on, on a number of levels. The way I was so curious about how the next few months were going to go for me <laughs> and Thomas and Connectors. <laughs> I'm listening to Larita, and I asked you loads of questions about kind of the ins and outs of where you were going and what you were going to be doing, and. Uh, then I was there waiting, like or obviously now one's going to ask me how uh, the next few months planned out in my life, and neither we gave, oh, neither we gave a uh, fiddler's fuck about what I'm doing. So you may go home week. now. What are you going to do? You might fucking ride yourself on the bog, the Perry, and good luck to you, fucking Balian robe and fucking Epicurus and stories. Fucking fuck story. off. When is the Daily Stoic back on Saturday nights? When, you, when is the Daily Stoic back on a Saturday night? It won't answer us. Starts no. this Saturday. Tommy. Yes. And can I just say the first guest, Hector. Oh, no. You're not allowed to... Rel- are you rel- go on. Well, I know who it was. Uh, it's a... The, this show on Saturday is um, very... It's one of those shows where each of the three guests were so different and remarkable in their own way. That uh, you kind of, it, and that's all down. That's not down, down to me. That's down to the researchers. But the first guest is he'd be kind of familiar to you. Oh, in one way or another, he'd be oh kind of. My word! Familiar to you. I have a fair idea. Now that's it. God bless. Good luck, my drum business. Fuck and to to all my stoic brothers and sisters out there, I will I will be with you throughout the year when you need me. Between the penguins and the fucking stoics. The stoics. Execution lessons the pair you need. Good luck. Good luck. God bless. Hey there, it's Larita. Hope you're doing well and enjoying this week's THL Thursday episode. Don't forget for more laughs, our new members only episode, which is called Three Pints Please, is out exclusively every single Monday. There's new shows in there and we're coming to you from pubs and snugs all around the country were in there having a little cosy pint, having a chat. And for more details on how to sign up and become a member, all you've got to do is head over to our website, thlpod.com.